Okay, so today we'll uh, take a look at chapter eight of Deuteronomy. So last week we looked at chapter seven, uh, where we saw that uh, when there is a victory that is given by the Lord, uh, it should be followed by a complete uh, destruction and also separation. So in chapter seven, uh, we were <coughs> reminded that once we have the victory, uh, we also need to have complete uh, separation. And as we get to uh, chapter eight, uh, we see that Moses is uh, emphasizing two things. Uh, we need to remember uh, certain things and we should not forget uh, the victory that we had. So those are the two key words that come up in chapter eight. Uh, in chapter seven, it was destruction and separation. And chapter eight, uh, the focus seems to be on remembering and not forgetting. So we can divide the chapter by looking at uh, six questions. Uh, in verse one, we see the the blessing of obedience uh, repeated. And in verses two and three, uh, we see uh, what was uh, God's purpose uh, in making the Israelites uh, wander in the wilderness for about 40 years. And in verse four and five, we can answer the question, uh, how, how is God's love uh, expressed? And in verses six to nine, we see the outcome of obedience. And verses 10 to 18, uh, we see two dangers of blessings or two dangers of uh, abundance. And in verse 19 through 20, which is the last verses, uh, it tells us uh, what is the uh, consequence uh, of forgetting. So verse one uh, repeats uh, some of the uh, themes that we have seen before, uh, which is uh, what is the blessing of obedience? So Moses is calling the people of Israel and is asking them, that the best uh, path forward and the best way to enjoy the blessings of the Lord in the promised land uh, is to obey the laws and obey the commandments uh, that the Lord has given. So that is how chapter eight also begins. So, yeah. Okay. So the book of Deuteronomy seems like uh, a set of rules and instructions, but all of these are given so that we can fully enjoy the blessings that the Lord has kept for us. And the same thing is true for us, uh, even today, as we are reading the word and as we are reading different sections uh, from the scriptures, uh, God's desire is that we should enter into the fullness uh, of his blessings. So chapter eight begins with that call uh, to obey so that we can enjoy the blessings. It speaks about uh, so that we may live, so that we may uh, multiply, and so that we may possess uh, the promised land. So possessing the promised land, uh, uh, the thought there is uh, going beyond simply uh, entering the promised land. Uh, when we possess uh, something, uh, we kind of overcome it and we enjoy the victory. Uh, we enjoy the fruit uh, of the promised land. So the Lord is uh, sending us uh, with a clear promise. And as we obey his word, uh, we are able to enjoy the blessings. And in verse two and three, which is an important uh, section uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, it talks about uh, what was uh, God's purpose uh, in making the Israelites wander uh, in the wilderness uh, for 40 years. So what we see in our life is that God has a purpose uh, in everything. Uh, we may think that we are wandering uh, without any purpose, but God always has a purpose uh, for everything that he does. And as we often read from Romans uh, 8, 28, uh, all things uh, work together uh, for our good. So God had a purpose, uh, even in making the people of Israelites wander. 
even though uh, they may not have understood it at that point, uh, which is why they were always uh, complaining, they were always uh, murmuring, but God had a divine uh, purpose, uh, as we read in verses uh, two and three. Yeah. So this is the first reference to remember that we see in chapter eight. So the chapter eight begins with a call to obedience. And as we go through this chapter, uh, the emphasis is on remembering and not forgetting. So uh, here we see God's purpose uh, in making the Israelites wonder. Uh, and we see four uh, reasons or four ways of looking at it. Uh, firstly, to simply uh, to teach uh, humility to the people of Israel, uh, to the nation of Israel, uh, so that they may be uh, completely uh, dependent on God. And as we read the scriptures, we see that uh, humility is a virtue uh, that the Lord uh, highly values. And there are many uh, references uh, in the scripture uh, that exhort us that we should live a life of humility uh, that is completely dependent upon God, that completely uh, glorifies God in all that we do. So, in for example, in James uh, 4 and verse 6, uh, it reminds us God resisted the proud, uh, but gives grace uh, to the humble. <laughs> and the second reason uh, could be to uh, test them. So God was putting them through various uh, trials, uh, trials of hunger, uh, trials of thirst, and trials of hardship. And all of these were uh, very difficult uh, situations. Uh, when they were really thirsty, uh, they could not find any water. Uh, so that could be a severe test, uh, even in our life. Uh, if you're really walking in the wilderness and you're thirsty, obviously you're longing for water. And when they could not find it, uh, we see that the, <clears throat> uh, they were murmuring and complaining. So when God is taking us through different tests, uh, which are designed by him, uh, he is essentially looking to see uh, how we would respond uh, to the test. And through the test, uh, he is trying to shape our character. So that is his final outcome. So he's looking for something good uh, to come uh, even out of the different tests uh, that we go through. And in Psalm uh, 66 and verse 10, it says, thou hast tried us, tried us as silver is tried. So silver is taken through fire, gold is taken through fire so that it can be refined. Uh, in the same way, the Lord takes us through different trials so that we also could be purified, we also could be refined so that at the end, uh, we are shining as gold and silver. And at the end, uh, we are more precious uh, because we have gone through that fire. So that was the great purpose that uh, the Lord had uh, for the people of Israel. And obviously, when they were going through the fire, uh, they were not able to appreciate. And the same thing is true for us. When we are going through the fire, we are not able to appreciate. And we also complain. We also get bitter. But when we look back in history, uh, the Lord is trying to teach us that at the end, uh, it would lead to something good. So firstly, he wanted to teach them uh, humility. And secondly, we see that uh, he was testing them. And thirdly, uh, he wanted them to discover uh, the true uh, condition of their hearts. And of course, uh, God knew uh, the condition of their heart, but he wanted the Israelites uh, to go through experiences so that they may know the true condition of their heart. And as we know from chapter five, when the 10 commandments were given, uh, the people of Israel said, uh, we will uh, immediately obey all the words that were given. But God knew that they did not have the capacity uh, to obey the laws. 
And as they were going through the wandering, uh, they were able to more fully understand uh, the condition of, your, of their hearts. So the condition of our heart uh, is reflected in the quality of obedience uh, that we show to the revealed truth and the quality of faith that we bring uh, to different uh, experiences. So if our heart is weak, then our obedience <clears throat> is also weak and our faith is also weak. And that is what we saw uh, in the people of Israel. And they are to go through different trials uh, in order to understand uh, that their heart uh, was truly weak, even though they may make uh, bold claims, uh, just like Peter said, that I will not uh, deny you, uh, deny Lord Jesus Christ, but he ended up denying Christ uh, soon after that. In the same way, people of Israel, they said, we will follow the laws, but we know that uh, they broke the laws of making uh, idols uh, soon after that. And the fourth uh, reason could be to discern uh, the value of bread uh, versus what? So the Bible, <clears throat> so the verse says, "Man shall not live uh, by bread alone." So the Lord wanted to teach them the difference uh, between material blessings uh, versus uh, spiritual blessings, or the longing that we have for physical needs uh, versus uh, the spiritual needs. And uh, that's a verse that was also used by Lord Jesus Christ uh, when he was tempted by Satan. Uh, to convert the bread into bread. And uh, the Lord used the same verse uh, saying, man shall not live uh, by bread alone. So many times in life, uh, we get uh, the same kind of offer from Satan where he tries to tempt us uh, in our time of need by offering material things. But it's always good uh, to wait upon the Lord and wait for his uh, final blessing or wait for what the Lord is going to provide. And in this case, uh, we know that the Lord provided them uh, with manna to meet their physical need. So that's the purpose for which the Lord was making them wonder, uh, so that he may teach them uh, humility, uh, he may test them, uh, he may make them to discover the true condition of their heart, and to discern the value of physical versus material things. And so we uh, learn from this that uh, there are many times in our life we may feel that we are also wandering in the wilderness where there seems to be no purpose and there seems to be no end uh, to the wandering. So if we are like the people of Israel and if we were also wandering for 40 years, uh, we would also feel the same way. But the scripture is given to us uh, so that uh, we can go back in history and see what happened at the end. And what we learn is uh, God always has a plan and we simply have to be patient and we have to trust in God and he will always come through. And as we were reminded, Romans 8.28, uh, all things will work together for our good and through all of life's experiences, God is continually shaping us and he is transforming us uh, into his image. And the third question that we see uh, we find in verse four and five, uh, how God uh, expresses his love. We see that uh, in this passage uh, to the nation of Israel, but we see that also in our own lives. Okay, so here we see the love of God uh, expressed. Uh, one is kind of a positive thing and the other one is negative. 
So we also experience uh, God's love uh, through his uh, provision. So when the nation of Israel, when they're wandering in the wilderness, uh, we see that God uh, beautifully uh, undertook for all their needs by leading them and guiding them and also providing for their practical needs uh, like clothing, uh, health, and food. But at the same time, in verse 5, it says uh, that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God uh, chasteneth thee. So we also experience uh, God's love uh, through his uh, chastening in our life. So we can think of chastening uh, as a measured uh, correction uh, on children uh, who are rebellious or children who are breaking the rules or children who are disobedient uh, to the Lord. So that is the chastening that we see in the life of the nation of Israel. And we are also reminded in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 6, uh, whom the Lord loveth, uh, he chasteneth, and scourgeth uh, every son whom he receiveth. But we also see that God has a great purpose uh, in chastening his children. Uh, he's not chastening the children uh, in order to condemn them. Uh, he's not chastening them in order to break them and to destroy them. But we see that God uh, chastens uh, his children so that uh, he can restore uh, the broken uh, relationship. Uh, he can restore the broken uh, fellowship and he can restore uh, the communion. So the purpose uh, is very important. Uh, so we should understand that when God is uh, chastening us, uh, his purpose is always uh, to bring us back to him. The purpose is always uh, to restore the broken uh, relationship. And that is what the Lord was doing uh, in the nation of Israel. And that is what he often does uh, in our own lives when we go astray uh, from the Lord. And in verses uh, 6 to 9, uh, we see the outcome of obedience. And that is, again, a continuing theme uh, in the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, what happens when we obey the Lord? What happens when we obey his commandments? Yeah, so we may think why the Lord keeps on repeating the same thing, that is, uh, we should obey. And that is a central theme uh, in the scriptures. And here, when Moses is communicating uh, to the second generation, uh, we see that he keeps on repeating uh, the same, uh, same uh, exhortation that they should keep uh, the commandments. Uh, and the truth is, uh, no matter how many times uh, we are reminded that we should obey the Lord with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, uh, we see that we always uh, forget uh, to do that. And that was true for the nation of Israel. And that is also true for us. So that is why uh, we need to be constantly reminded that if you want to uh, enter into the blessings that the Lord has kept for us, uh, there is no secret. But at the same time, uh, we cannot negotiate how we can enjoy the blessings. The only way we can enjoy the blessings is by keeping those commandments. So here in verses uh, 6 through 9, uh, Moses is reminding them that uh, if you obey, uh, it would lead you to a blessed land, uh, which we call the promised land or the land of Canaan, a land that is uh, fertile and which would yield in abundance. And uh, if you obey, uh, you will not lack uh, anything. And the same thing is true for us. Uh, we will not lack uh, anything. If we obey God fully, uh, based on what we learn from the scriptures, and if we obey the Lord fully, uh, he will also bless us fully, and we will not lack anything. And in Psalm uh, 37, 
and verse 25, we read, uh, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous uh, forsaken, uh, nor his seed uh, begging for bread. And so that we can also see in the real world, uh, those who follow the Lord uh, fully, uh, they would never be uh, forsaken by the Lord. The Lord will always uh, take care of their needs uh, according to his goodness and according to his plan <coughs> and provision that he has for their life. And we also see that uh, obedience uh, opens the doors of heaven. Uh, so here Moses is saying that obedience will open the land or open the blessings of the land. And we also see that <coughs> uh, obedience uh, opens the doors of heaven. So in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 16, we know that uh, when Jesus uh, took baptism, uh, the doors of heaven were opened. And in the same way, when Stephen was being martyred in Acts chapter 7, we saw that the heavens were opened and he could see the Son of Man uh, standing to receive him. And in the same way, in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1, uh, we see that when John was alone in the island of Patmos, the heavens were open and the Lord uh, spoke to him. So the thought here is that when we obey the Lord, the Lord will reveal uh, great things. Uh, the Lord will reveal to us uh, secrets uh, from heaven, uh, even as he revealed to uh, John in the book of Revelation. And Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10, which is again a familiar verse uh, in the context of tithes and offerings, uh, again, it tells us that we obey uh, in the area of tithes and offerings, then Lord will open the doors and he will bless us. But the thought is the same, uh, that when we obey, we will enter into his blessings and we will not lack uh, anything. And verses 10 through 18 uh, reminds us of the dangers of blessings of dangers of uh, entering a point uh, in our life when everything is going well and we are enjoying the fruit of the land when everything is in abundance. So a warning is given to us in verses 10 through 18 uh, about what could happen or the two dangers when we are enjoying life and everything is going good for us. Okay, so this is a great uh, section for us uh, because it reminds us of what can happen uh, even in our own lives uh, when we reach uh, a stage in our life when everything is going well and we are successful. And here Moses is warning them that in verse 10, when thou art has eaten and art full, uh, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. So the first uh, danger of being blessed or the first danger of abundance is that we simply forget the Lord. Uh, we forget uh, all the great things uh, that he has done for us. Uh, we forget that all the blessings uh, that we have enjoyed, uh, it is only because of God's grace. It is because of God's uh, goodness uh, in our life. And he goes on to say that the blessings uh, should lead to praise. And But oftentimes uh, when we are fully satisfied, when everything is going well, uh, we tend to uh, forget the Lord. So blessings uh, should not lead uh, to forgetfulness. Uh, we should not uh, forget uh, the source of all of our blessings. Uh, we should not forget the good times. And we should also not forget uh, the trials uh, that the Lord has taken us through. 
because uh, it is the trials uh, that have led to the blessings, uh, even as we were reminded in verse 2 that we should remember uh, all the ways in which the Lord has led us uh, to this point. So we should always be able to look back and be able to praise God and not forget uh, the ways in which he has dealt with us. And danger uh, number two of abundant blessings uh, that we see in verses 12 through 18 uh, is the pride uh, that comes into our life when everything is going well. So we already read uh, 12 through 18. Uh, it reminds us then, when thou wast eaten and art full and hast built houses and your herd and your flocks uh, is multiplying, then your heart will be lifted up and you forget uh, the Lord thy God. And this passage is making it clear that it is God uh, who led them, as we read in verse 15. Uh, it is God who fed them. Uh, it is God who provided for all of their needs. And it is God who multiplied them. But oftentimes when we reach that point, uh, we tend to forget God. And verse 17 uh, reminds us that uh, when we are successful, uh, we may think that uh, everything that we achieved uh, is because of our talents or because of our hard work. But here uh, we are reminded, uh, as we read in verse 17 and 18, and thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. And oftentimes that is what we hear uh, in this world. Uh, when people are successful, they would say that uh, it is because I was smart or it is because I worked hard or I was talented. But the Lord is reminding us that any success uh, that we achieve uh, is only because of him. So in verse 18, it says, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Uh, it is he that gave you the power to get wealth. Or we can say that it is he that gave you the power uh, to be uh, successful so that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers. So all the blessings that the people of Israel are enjoying, uh, all of that can be traced back. Uh, to the covenant that God made uh, with their forefathers. And because of that covenant, uh, we see that blessings are flowing to the next uh, generation and the generation to follow. And everything should be uh, attributed back to God and to him should be given uh, the glory. And we see that uh, uh, in the real world, we see that many uh, immigrants, uh, they come to this country and obviously, once they come to this country, they work hard and they are successful. But oftentimes, uh, they would forget their roots. And oftentimes, they would forget that it is God who opened the door and created that opportunity. Uh, it is God who elevated them uh, in their life. Uh, maybe they went through many obstacles. Maybe they went through many uh, challenges uh, in their journey. And they reached a point of success. And when they reach that point, uh, oftentimes they become uh, very cold uh, and lukewarm in their faith. So we see that uh, even among Christians that we tend to forget uh, our roots. We tend to forget uh, how the Lord has uh, brought us up and how the Lord has blessed us with success. So Moses is warning us that prosperity uh, can lead to pride. Uh, prosperity can lead to uh, forgetting God, 
because we feel that we can do everything on our own, and but the Lord can take away everything that we have uh, in a fraction of a second. Uh, so we should continue to depend on the Lord and never forget Him. So James 1.17 uh, reminds us that every good and perfect gift uh, comes from God. So we receive the gift of salvation uh, through the cross. So that is the greatest gift. But beyond that, all the blessings and all the success that we enjoy in this world uh, are also a gift uh, of God. It is not something that we deserve. Uh, it is simply uh, the grace of God, his goodness towards us, his favor uh, in our life, through which we are able to enjoy. And if that is if that is our understanding, then we will continually depend on the Lord. We will continually uh, give him thanks and give him glory for all the success and all the blessing. And the chapter ends with uh, reminding us uh, what is the uh, consequence of forgetting. So the central theme is to remember and not to forget. So the chapter ends by reminding us uh, what will happen uh, if we forget. Okay, so we see that uh, when we uh, disobey the Lord, uh, the warning is given to us, or if we forget the Lord and we go back to our old ways, uh, it could be going to a different uh, religion, like the reference to idols in commandment two, or in our case, uh, it could be simply uh, drifting away or paying attention to other things uh, in our life and making God a second or third or fourth or very low uh, in our priority list. Uh, when that happens, then God is warning us that he would also destroy us or he can uh, take away all the blessings. And in the life of Israelites, uh, that was true. Uh, even though they were exhorted many times to obey God, uh, they repeatedly uh, went, disobeyed the Lord. They repeatedly went back to the idols. And the consequence was uh, destruction and taking away of their blessings. And in the same way, if you want to enjoy the full blessings of the promised land, the full blessings of our salvation experience, uh, we need to remember and not to forget. Okay? And we have been uh, repeatedly warned uh, in the New uh, Testament that, uh, that we need to pay attention, that we should not forget. And in Proverbs uh, 16 and verse 25, it says, uh, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end uh, thereof are the ways of death. So there are many things uh, that may seem very rational to us. There are many things that may seem right to us, but we always uh, have to go back uh, to the counsel of God. We always have to go back to the scriptures and we have to obey the Lord. And what may seem right uh, in our eyes would eventually lead uh, to the ways of death. Uh, if it is not in God's will. And the wages of sin is death. Uh, we are repeatedly want uh, that if we continue uh, in our sins, then it will separate us uh, from the Lord. It will separate us from enjoying uh, the fellowship. And in Galatians uh, 6, uh, 7, and 8, uh, it reminds us, uh, be not uh, deceived. Uh, God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also uh, reap. So, and in Hebrews uh, chapter 10, 26 to 31, uh, it again gives us a warning that if we sin uh, willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth 
no more sacrifice for sins, then it ends uh, with a strong warning that it is a fearful thing uh, to fall into the hands of the living God. And that is the exhortation that Moses was trying to give them. Uh, he was trying to warn them that they need to obey God. They should not forget. And if they forget, uh, they will also invite the wrath of God. And the same thing is true for us. If we forget, then we are putting ourselves uh, under the sub uh, God's judgment and his uh, chastisement. So it's very important that we also pay attention uh, to the warning lights uh, in our life. Uh, when we see that we are drifting away from the Lord, when we see that we are forgetting the Lord, uh, it is important that we come back uh, to our roots, uh, we come back to the foundation. So those are the two main uh, verse, two main thoughts that we see in chapter 8 that we should always uh, remember as we were reminded in verses 2 and 18. And we should not forget as we were reminded in 11, 14, and 18. So that brings us uh, to the end of chapter 8. So these are the six questions that we talked about, the blessings of obedience uh, so that we can have a full life and we can enjoy the fullness of God's blessings. And we saw God's purpose uh, in making uh, Israelites uh, wander uh, for 40 years so that uh, he can uh, test them, uh, he can help them uh, discover the true uh, condition of their heart. And we also saw that God's love is expressed uh, in the provisions and the blessings that he gives us. And God's love is also expressed uh, in terms of his uh, chastisement. And then we saw the outcome of obedience in verses six to nine, which is the blessings. And we saw the two dangers of obedience in 10 through 18, which is the uh, pride and the forgetfulness. And we saw that if we continue to forget, uh, it would lead to destruction.